Now I want to talk about standing in the gap for his people. For his people. This means to defend God's people in times of crisis. You see, a priest is one who intercedes before God for a person, for a family, for a city, or a nation. We just said that we are priests and priestess before God. You see, we are to defend God's people in times of crisis. Samuel Chadwick said it this way. He said, the one concern of the devil is to keep Christians from praying. Let me, let me say that loud. The one, the chief, the main concern of the devil is to keep you from praying. Why? This man's got something here. We better listen. He fears nothing from prayerless studies, prayerless work, and prayerless religion. He laughs at our toil. He mocks at our wisdom. But he trembles when we pray. Do we understand what we have in this privilege, in this call? In this vocation to be a warrior, to be an intercessor for Christ. Do we understand? I assure you the devil understands. He knows and fears that the church will eventually realize that if I pray, things happen on a large scale that no man could ever do of his own abilities. The devil knows that. It means to defend God's people in times of crisis. To stand in the gap for his people means to defend God's people in times of crisis. And there are many examples from the scripture of those who interceded for the people. Remember Abraham? Remember Moses? Remember Aaron? Samuel? Hezekiah? Job? And of course Jesus Christ. Great intercessors of the Bible. We'll talk more about them in other messages. Not only to defend them against a crisis, but also to fortify them against a crisis. Martin Luther said, prayer is a strong wall and fortress of the church. It is a godly Christian weapon. How can we fortify believers through prayer? Friends, let me tell you something. I value the teaching ministry. I value the preaching ministry. I value the music ministry. But I'm going to tell you something. All of those without a praying church will not accomplish God's purpose in the lives of people. I can stand up here and preach the best word. I mean, I can buy the best sermons in the land and stand up here and preach them to you. I can buy the best music in the land and present it to you. And you can sit there and go, boy, that's great. Yeah, that's wonderful. And go out those doors unchanged if you are not praying. The reason some people are unchanged is because they are not praying. And the reason they are not praying is because there's nobody praying for them. I remember, let me say that again. I don't think you got that. The reason they are not praying is that there is nobody praying for them. How do you learn to pray? How did the disciples learn to pray? They saw somebody praying. It was modeled before them. I remember not one, but several churches that I pastored. It was my, my practice to go early to church when I was fortunate to pastor full time. Go early to church and pray. I started my day that way. I didn't announce that. And some of the people found out that I was doing that. They started coming. Why did they do that? Because I got in the pulpit and said... Okay, all you lazy, good-for-nothing Christians, we're going to have prayer at this church six o'clock in the morning. I want to see all of you deadheads out here. No. Do you think that would have got any of them out there? No. They said, ah, forget you. One guy told me that the world didn't exist before sunrise. <laughs> it's amazing how God transformed his life, too. 